Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us on the Wonder Woman podcast. My name is Michelle Barker from Wonder Woman, Inc., One Divinely Appointed Woman. And I am doing this podcast called What's Your Superpower? because I wanted to shine light on some of the Wonder Woman out there. So tonight's guest is Tracy Kimbrough. Uh, Tracy, say hello. Hi, everyone. All right, so thank you, Tracy, for being on the show tonight. And um, as we spoke earlier, I give you a little bit about, you know, the concept of what's your superpower and where it came from and things like that. So I would like for you to introduce yourself, tell the audience who you are, what you do, and then tell us what your superpower is. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm going to admit first up that I've never really considered having a superpower. But um, my name is Tracy Kimbrough, as I said, and I, I, I am a state employee, and um, what I do for my state is I help people navigate when they find themselves out of work. I help them navigate the red tape to um, claim benefits, and I also assist okay. them with learning job skills to reenter the workforce. And currently, I am on loan to my union, and I assist our members with representation um, to make sure that their contractual rights are not violated and that they are treated with dignity and respect. Um, I've been doing this type of work. Yeah, I've been doing this kind of work. I've been about 10 years, but, you know, when you, when you asked me about the superpower thing, I started thinking about it, and I've been doing some sort of service-oriented work my entire working life yeah. I've, I've been wow. doing yeah that I've, I'm drawn to helping people so I've been working in a customer service field even the volunteer work that I choose to do is a service oriented volunteer um, field so okay yeah <laughs> Didn't think about it until you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> so helping and connecting with people. I mean, that's a great superpower. Customer service is, you know, I mean, good customer service is something that's really needed because I've encountered some really nasty people, you know, when yes. you're trying to get help. So, um, yeah. So, is there any other thing that you you you're into that you you want to talk about that well, you would like to do? Yeah. You know, now that I'm I'm slowly coming around to this idea of relating and connecting to people as a superpower. It, I, I guess, it really is because you mentioned bad customer service and things of that nature. Generally speaking, whenever I'm talking to someone or um, encountering someone, they're going through something. Mm -hmm. And the last thing that they need from me or anyone else is additional heartache. Sometimes uh, a compassionate listening ear makes all the difference in the world. And let's be real, who who among us hasn't had that experience of sharing something that was profoundly painful to to us but we shared it with a person who really cared 
and all of a sudden our burden seemed a little lighter. Yeah. And so that that's I think that's what what I do. What I would also uh, like your listeners to know about me is, in addition to working my regular nine to five, like so many of us do, I am developing a learning program for young young girls that 30, 40 years ago, we would have called it going to charm school. I've, okay. I've basically started drafting um, learning modules to help teach young girls lessons that I'm, 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 I'm 58. I'm almost 60. So th- in my day, it was your, your grandparents generally taught you yeah. these things and your, and your mother. They taught you these mm-hmm. things such as, um, and, and we also had home ec in school and you learn some of this stuff. Things like how to set a proper table. Um, where where do the plates go? Where do the forks go? Where the water? Where the glasses go? The cups and yeah. and what is all of that silverware? Things like that. We were taught. I know. <laughs> yes. How how yeah. to conduct yourself in a restaurant? How to conduct yourself at a fancy dinner? Um, yeah. Things like that. Some of this has been forgotten in the the current world we're living in, and and I think these. These sort of things are very important, not just because people say, well, who cares if you can set a table? Well, there's something that goes with that. There's a sense of accomplishment, for sure. Yes. But, yes. but it also breeds confidence. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you teach a, a young girl how to properly set a table, what all the silverware is, as she grows older and starts to go out into the world and is faced with different experiences, like her first black tie dinner, mm. she's not going to be intimidated. Yes. She's going to sit down. She's, she will know what she's supposed to do, how she's supposed, what is appropriate behavior. And I think that's pretty much it. So often today, the line between appropriate and inappropriate behavior really gets very, very blurred in this time of I, me, my. And I, I think that that's that. And it's, again, it's not that I want anyone to go back to, you know, the archaic times where women didn't work and all that sort of thing. No, absolutely not. Yeah. But there are, there's a confidence that you gain as a person and especially as a woman when you know that you can handle any situation that comes your way. Critical thinking skills is something else I would like to teach young girls. The whole world lives its life on social media these days. People judge their self-worth by how many likes or hearts or, or thumbs down or whatever it is they get. That's false. It's all manufactured. It really is. Mm -hmm. And it's manufactured by social media. I want to remind young women and, and, and give them the tools to be able to critically evaluate images that, that are, that are so prevalent out in our world and decide for themselves, is this positive or is this negative? Sometimes something yeah. that looks good in the short term isn't the same if you look down the road a, a, a ways. 
So that, that's, that's my dream. That's my passion um, to work on that. And that's one of my passions. The other is um, assisting uh, the volunteer work that I do is I work for the Cancer Society and I work with uh, uh, women who are newly diagnosed with breast cancer. So those are the, those are the two things that I would want people to know about me. Okay. So, see, in, in all your, your work, your day nine to five work and your after work work, it's all about helping and connecting people. It's just great. So, I think you answered one of the questions, which is what you wanted people to know about you. So, you just answered that one because, you know, mm-hmm. you want to develop the school and then you volunteer with women, um, you know, who've been diagnosed with breast cancer. So that's mm-hmm. that's all caring. Um, those two populations are, you know, they need a lot of nurturing. They need a lot of patience. And you know, from what I'm, you know, getting, that you you have both. You have that. You have that in your, your in your character. You know, because customer service is not easy. <laughs> it is not. No, easy. it is I not. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> no, it's but, you not. Know, it can be, but Michelle, it can be remarkably rewarding. Yeah. If you, if you, if you have a moment, I would like to share a story that, as you said that, it just popped into my my head, and it was it's just remarkably rewarding. I I was taking calls as I do. Um, assisting people and I got a call from a young woman who was inquiring about the status of her benefits and as I reviewed the computer screen to see what was in front of me it quickly became apparent that unfortunately this woman was not going to be eligible for benefits now as I'm talking to her getting information you know to to help think of ways I can assist she shared with me that her son had recently passed away. Wow. A quick look at the a quick look at the calendar told me that she her son had just passed away 4 months prior to our phone call. Wow. And I felt everything in me cuz I'm a mother as well. I felt everything in me just just hit the floor. And I started, you know, assisting this woman, and, and of course she started to cry. I had to deliver, you know, bad news to her yes. about her, her benefits, and she started to cry. And it was all I could do not to cry on the phone with her. Yes. But I, I listened to her, and I asked her questions, and I just, something told me to just pour into her. At that moment, she she seemed so empty, and just something said, "Pour as much of your your spirit into her as you can." And I just I just really started speaking positivity and and blessings over her, and and telling her, you know, it's obvious to me just listening to how what she all the things she's done for her son who was born with a, a chronic heart ailment, um, and not expected to live, but he lived to be almost ten years old. And I told her the fact that everything that you did, you're a fighter. You you don't take this laying down. And, and I just kept pouring into her. And as it turns out, that time that I took on the phone with her, when I hung up the phone, I admit I had to take a step away. But I, I told her my name, which normally we never do. 
but I shared my name with her and she found me on social media and we are now friends and connected now wow. from that tragedy this friendship came now a friendship is great and that's wonderful but what really came out of this and what I didn't know when I was just trying to help someone who was hurting this woman was on a mission to change the unemployment law there's a there's a, a loophole in the unemployment law that says that if you are a caretaker through in-home supportive services for a, if, if you're a parent taking care of a child or a spouse taking care of another spouse that mm-hmm. if that spouse or child passes away you can't collect unemployment but if a stranger took care of that your spouse or your child the same exact job they would be eligible for unemployment and it just it's it's monumentally unfair because it does disproportionately um, affect women because who are who are yes. the caretakers nine percent of the time exactly yeah exactly so it does disproportionately yes. affect women and um, women tend to live longer than men so it, it, it's 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 an unfair loophole this woman went on a mission to get the law changed and now today it is now waiting for California's governor uh, Gavin Newsom to sign it the previous wow. governor decided not to but even that setback didn't stop her so yeah. just taking the time time yeah to to pour into her that day mm-hmm. yeah Mm. And now oh, look at what sorry. she's doing. She's about yes. to push forth a change that is going to profoundly affect the lives of women all over our state. Yes. Wow. wow. Sometimes that you just was... sometimes it only takes one. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty yeah, special. That's she's a pretty special, incredible yeah. woman, and. And I when she 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 gives me so much credit, and every time she does, I go, "Girl, no." But she's like, "If you hadn't taken the time to talk to me that day, when I was at my lowest," and I said, "No, you know, I, what? We have to get back to having some human empathy and human compassion." Exactly. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that story because sometimes you're right. Customer service is not it's not an easy job. Not if you're going to do it well. Um, well, but exactly, there's some, yeah. but sometimes there's some amazing uh, benefits. You, you get to see some amazing, amazing benefits from that. And and watching this this unfair loophole be closed and 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 change lives for women all across my state is amazing. Absolutely amazing that I yeah. I know this woman. Pretty special. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it takes a special woman to know a special one. <laughs> so, Aww. you know, oh, it's, God bless you and thank you for you. that. That's that's awful sweet. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you see that 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 was super. Mo- I call that a super moment. That moment you just took. You didn't have to. You did not have to. You could have just said, "Well, ma'am, sorry, I can't help you." Well, bye bye. Hang up the phone and call it a day. Move on to the next. But you chose to 
make that a super moment. You chose to help. You chose to connect. And now, like you said, this woman now is going to probably help countless other families who's going to be affected by that same thing. So, wow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I I don't think of things that way, but it it was a special moment. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad I took that time to do, uh, to have that conversation. It was, it was a special moment. And I'm, I'm really excited that my, I had a teensy weensy little part in um, something that's going to affect so many lives. Uh, yes. So, uh, uh, well, you know, when you help and you connect, you affect more lives than you usually know. So, I think with your, with your story, because I was going to ask a question, you know, where did you, how did you get from where you were to where you are now? So, because uh, I know we all go through adversities and we all go through obstacles to, you know, p- push us to that part where we, yeah. you know. We're using our superpowers. We're doing what's passionate for us. So what it is that made you want to do the charm school for the young ladies? I should ask it that way. What what, what, okay. is, what compelled you to do that? Because it breaks my heart when I see how we glorify certain things and I just I have a daughter my daughter is an adult and uh, so I'm, I'm not as worried about her but I see little girls when you know I have social media accounts like everyone else and and I scroll through and when I see beautiful little princesses and they're twerking or they are speaking inappropriately, or they are dressed as though they are much older than they really are. Yeah. It, it, it hurts me. And I also see, I see some, some young, young girls who put in the work. And I mean, these, these, young, these young girls come from what people like to call disadvantaged backgrounds, and, but they, mm-hmm. they, they stayed focused. And they earned the grades, and they um, were able to use education as a way out of of their current circumstances, which I think is amazing. But then they get to a new environment, university, Ivy League, whatever, that they are unfamiliar with, and they become intimidated and after all of their hard work to change their circumstance they give up or 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 they allow other things to get in their head and and make them feel less than and i don't i don't think any of our young women should feel less than even though the world that we live in constantly tells uh, a black woman that she's less than I don't want young girls to grow up that way. I want them to grow up knowing that they can be a Beyonce, knowing that they can be a a Venus or Serena. I want them to, I would love to see young girls idolize Michelle Obama more than, say, the latest 
person who has a reality show because their sex tape was released. You know, that it's different. It's different. It's things like that. That's what really made me want to do that because, you know, there's, like I said, I'm old. <laughs> And I understand the power of social media. I actually do. (laughs) Now, I'm okay with being old. It is, you know, it's it's a pleasure not given to all. It is a benefit not given to all. So I I don't mind that. Yeah. But I just... That is true. I want to see young women become all that they can be. Yes. And not have things coming out of the woodwork later. People, I don't think I don't think a lot of our young people, male or female, that whatever you put out there on the internet, it's there forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's there forever. But I, I don't think people realize that. So while it seems like great that you're on spring break now and you're, you know, taking pictures of people doing body shots off of your bikini-clad body laying on the bar, <laughs> and you know, we yeah. we've all. We've all had our fun and de- did our things. Thank God there was no internet when I was doing mine. So I'm, I'm not going to play prude here. But what I want them to understand is, you know, maybe in five, eight, ten years, when you're going for that big promotion in, in marketing or you're mm-hmm. trying to go for that promotion in, in um, you know, partners, make partners, all that stuff is still out there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I would love for people to have the tools to make the good choices before it happens. Okay. And, and, you know, and I just, I feel like in a world that glorifies and objectifies mm-hmm. self, I would just like to give them another alternative. Oh, that's very good. That's very good. And it's needed right now. It's so needed, like you said, in this world of reality TV and raunchy videos and, you know, society teaching young women that it's okay to be scantily clad and, you know, and that's okay. Now, now let me, you know, education, yeah. knowing, yeah, anything, it's okay. Michelle, <laughs> let me make that. a clarification here. Let me make, let me make a clarification, okay? First of all. I, I am by no means a prude. Okay? I've done I've done my dirt. I've I've done my scantily clad club A's, you know, um I was a young woman during the eighties and and nineties, you know, when, when there was the the club scene and you know, you were at the club on Friday night. Well, Wednesday night was at this club, Thursday was that club, Friday was that one. Yeah. You know, I I did all of that. I did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, many skirts were in, so the skirts were short, the heels were high, and that's what it was. So I'm, I'm not trying to be hypocritical about it, and nor am I saying, you know, I'm not the little, the little lady who's, who's the little prude lady saying, oh, my goodness, you're going to burn in hell for that. No, no, no. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying at all. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is there's a way that you can conduct yourself Mm -hmm. that respects yourself and commands that same respect from the world around you. That's what I want. That's what I want for them. I'm not saying you can't have fun. Have fun. 
I'm not saying yeah, you course. can't wear a somewhat revealing dress. Um, we, I think we all remember that green dress Jennifer Lopez wore uh, yes. to an awards. Yeah, we all remember the iconic dress. Yes. But she's, mm-hmm. she is a multimillionaire. She's incredibly talented. And she has parlayed her dancing and acting into clothing lines and other things. Yeah. So I'm not saying that everything is, that's all bad. But mm-hmm. if you don't teach a child when they're young how exactly. to evaluate and mm-hmm. recognize what is a positive image and what is really a negative in, image, exactly. that's, yeah, where, that's what I want to do. Because everything that looks good in a shiny magazine doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. it's, a pos- it's positive imagery. Exactly. But our, but our yeah. kids are taking all that in. You know, the TV shows that people are watching, they're taking it in. There was a time that no one would ever consider dating, you know, if you dated my sister or someone in my family, you were just off limits. That was just, that was just code, done. Yeah. But yeah. nowadays, it's, it's, it's reveled in. Yeah, you know, like back you're done in, with her. Okay, my turn. Yeah. Oh, come over yeah. here. I'm next. You know. Yeah. I mean, we don't. We didn't. We didn't have that sort of thing. And now, exactly. We have shows exactly. like Maury, and and people. Yeah. Some people are on there four and five and six times trying to identify mm, who the who who actually is the father of their child. Yeah. But all people are seeing is. I'm on TV. I'm on TV. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. Look at look at this. There's a mm-hmm. there's a bigger picture. <laughs> and so I, I just want to help young girls under start to navigate that and and see. Yeah, you're on TV, but there's a difference between people laughing with you and people laughing at you. At you, yes, yes, yeah. So Tracy, so that that's great. that's where that comes for me. Okay. So, well, you already answered uh, what do we want to know about you. So, um, so let's say someone wants to get in touch with you because they like the idea of, you know, the charm school or they want to just get to know you um, to connect with you. How would people connect with you? Well, um, um, my website is, is under construction. We're, we're still, okay. I, I have to shake my head because every time my designers give me an idea, I go, no, that's not it. So, so I'm one of those people, I don't know how to do it for myself, but I know when I, I see it. So, yeah. <laughs> I know what I want. Yeah. And unfortunately for my web designers, they wish that I would get to it. <laughs> so that, it's, that's still under construction. But if someone had questions, about the, the, the mentorship program or anything mm-hmm. like that, um, they could send an email. You know, okay. I, I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, my, my program is called Be The One Life, Life Skills and Mentoring. And that's because I believe we should all be the change we want to see in the world. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I can be reached on, well, LinkedIn. There's a profile on LinkedIn. But you can also just shoot me an email. 
and uh, okay. that's probably the the easiest way easiest way to do that. And my email um, is actually, you know what? I will give my email to you, Michelle. Okay. And if anyone wants to reach me, they can reach out to to you through your podcast. And if you'll pass that message along, that would be that'll be great. And I'll reach out. Sounds good, definitely. So Tracy, thank you so much for sharing your superpower, sharing your super moment. That's a <laughs> that's something I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna incorporate. That that was a super moment because you. It was an incredible moment. Yes. Thank you. And uh, that was because you decided to help and connect. And you know that's that's a skill that you know, like I said, in customer service, you could have easily said, "Sorry, ma'am." You know, have a nice day and hang up the phone. But you chose to connect with the woman and help her. And now, you know, she's helping others. So it's a trickle-down effect. So thank you so much. I wish you luck on... Uh, no, there's no luck. I wish you blessings on your 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 mentoring program. And we will definitely thank connect you. again. And, you know, we can chat. And then you can tell us, bring us up to speed. I sort of say. Thank you so message. much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yes. Best of luck. Okay. Best of blessings to you on your continued journey. And I can't wait to Thank hear so other the other superpower <laughs> stories. Okay. All right, the ladies and gentlemen, if this um, podcast has inspired you and you have any questions, comments, please email me at one the number one. Inc. at gmail.com and you know if you know somebody else that you want to recommend to be on the show just email me and let me know and remember that one divinely appointed woman can change the world take care until we meet again bye bye